You're listening to the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming. Well, we are back on the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming, and it's time for an in the dub segment. It happens to also be a 2019 draft spotlight segment as the the guest uh, that is draft eligible comes from the Western Hockey League, and all the WHL segments here on the Pipeline Show are brought to you by dubnetwork.ca if you are wanting to keep in touch and stay up to date on everything happening around the western hockey league make dubnetwork.ca one of your first stops every day uh, my guest today joins me from uh, well he's in phoenix right now placed for the calgary hitman his name is mark Kastelik. Uh, welcome to the pipeline show mark thanks for doing this how are you i'm great thanks for having me i'm really excited to go in here well, I appreciate you making the time today in the, in the off season. I know you're down in Phoenix right now and, uh, I imagine enjoying some sun. Uh, it, I'll, I'll tell you, it's pretty warm right now in Alberta as well, but I'm guessing a little, a little warmer probably in Arizona. Yeah, it's definitely pretty toasty here, but I think I'm pretty used to it now. I've just been here my whole life. So I think it's a little bit, uh, weather change and coming from up in Canada, but I definitely enjoy it and it's nice to spend my summers here with my family. Uh, well, let's talk about this uh, this past season for you and for the Hitmen. And uh, it was a, a season of change for the Hitmen. Uh, new head coach, who we knew very well up here in Edmonton, in Steve Hamilton, and obviously uh-huh. the the normal change of players. Some guys in, some guys out uh, over the course of the regular season. But it was a return to the playoffs for the Hitmen. That obviously uh, one of the end goals at the start of every season. You're looking to make sure you get to the playoffs. And in that regard. It was a successful year for Calgary. How would you view the year for the Hitmen and for yourself personally, Mark? Yeah, definitely, it was, I think, overall an exciting year with uh, Hammy coming in. I think he was a great addition for our team personally as a coach, and I think he did a great job uh, over the course of the year kind of really getting the guys to kind of buy into what he was talking about. And as far as the group goes, it was a little bit of a up-and-down year, but I think... In the end, we just learned so much about ourselves and kind of just stuck with it. And eventually, we reached one of our goals in making the playoffs. And, I mean, obviously, we came up short of our end goal of the championship. But I think just the guys we had in the room and the coaching staff, it was all just a great year all around. And I think it just kind of really really sets us up for next season And because we're returning a lot of the same core group so it's going to be a really exciting time coming up in the next year especially well every year there's three or four teams that have a new coach and i'm always interested to see which ones maybe take a little bit longer to to find their their wheels and get clicking uh than the others do and, and i thought for calgary it did take maybe a month or so before you guys really started it it looked like from the outside looking in uh was coach and team on the same page why the slow start for you i mean certainly you were one of the best teams in the second half of the season but it was a slow start. Why do you think that was? Uh, I mean, I'm not really too sure. I think we definitely, preseason, we really came out firing. I know it's only preseason, but we were all really excited what we accomplished there, going winning every game. But then I think we just kind of just started with the first couple games. We didn't get off to the right foot. And then it was just a little bit of kind of getting to know the systems and coaching staff and just, I think in the end, we all, and a little bit of line configurations as well, but I think it was just kind of, we didn't really feel like we weren't playing our best. It was just kind of wasn't working out in our favor, but once we kind of got rolling there, uh, it was clear that we had what it, we kind of had what we wanted and what we were expecting, and we just kind of took off after the first month or so. 
Well, and for you, this was uh, your fourth season in the Western Hockey League. Uh, you went from 45 points last year to 77 points this year, including 47 goals. You had more goals this past season than you had points the previous year. I have to think uh, you're pretty happy on a personal level with the way you played. Yeah, I think uh, I'm pretty happy with my performance this year, but at the same time, I'm not really, I'm never going to be satisfied. I always want to kind of take it to another level. And But a part of my success has always been my teammates. And I think this year I played with a lot of great guys and they're all, they all contributed to my personal success. And I'm really lucky I had the chance to play with guys like Chris Key, Zimmerman, Elder, Folk, all those guys, I think really contributed to my personal success. And I think confidence was also a huge part of why my game took off. I think I got off personally on the right foot right from the start of the year. And I think I just, my game kind of grew each game and I really was, I think overall pretty happy with how my year went. I think I kind of just set myself up well for what's to come. Well, crediting your teammates like that, spoken like a true captain and uh, you were the captain of the Hitman this year. Was that uh, an easy transition for you to go to take on that leadership role? What was it like uh, wearing the C? Uh, it was a huge honor. First of all, I was real, real excited and, thankful that my teammates and coaching staff believed in me enough to give me the captaincy but yeah I think personally it was a pretty smooth transition for myself just based on the leaders I've had in the past who I've learned from plus just the guys we had in the room last year also made my job really easy we had a lot of leaders in there and a lot of guys who didn't even have letters that were great leaders for our team and I think I just kind of embraced the role and grew with it as the season went on. By the end of the year, I think I was just pretty comfortable and confident in my role as a captain. And at the same time, I don't think I really changed too much about who I was as a person and as a leader. And I just kind of tried to stay stay true to myself and just kind of continue what I've always been doing and just try to lead by example. Mark Kastelik is the uh, captain and uh, forward with the uh, Calgary Hitman, uh, he's my guest here on the Pipeline Show in uh, one of our 2019 draft spotlight segments this week. Uh, we'll get to the draft and all of that stuff in a little bit, but uh, for my the benefit of my audience, who uh, is North American-wide, so there will be people on the East Coast that are hearing this interview and might not follow the WHL as closely as obviously uh, we do out West here uh, and might not recognize the name Mark Kastelik. Uh, maybe let's get a bit of background. Uh, you mentioned you're, you're in Phoenix right now, and you're born and raised in Phoenix, correct? Yeah. That's correct. Who got you into hockey at such a young age? And maybe when did you start playing? Do you remember? Uh, well, my dad, I don't know if you know this, he played uh, in the NHL for over the course of quite a few seasons. Just up, He was playing in the minors as well, but him and my grandpa also played in the NHL mm-hmm. for Team Canada too as well. And then, so they both definitely got me started. And I kind of guess it was just always in my DNA to be a hockey player, but I think it definitely started with my dad kind of just getting me involved after he retired and I kind of became old enough to kind of get interested in the game. But I think I started around seven years old. That's when I first kind of just started with uh, like rec or probably like house league hockey. And then I kind of just worked my way up from there. But my dad's always been probably the main, my main supporter and the reason I kind of just 
took off and got to where I am now. Yeah, I, I know your dad, Ed, played in the NHL, but I, I don't want to spoil that for the audience, so I let you uh, tell the story a little bit. A former London Knight, as a matter of fact, so a guy who, who uh, I mean, he's, he's uh, from Toronto, isn't he? Isn't he from Ontario? Yeah, he's from, born uh, Mississauga, I believe. Yeah. Just grew up there and... Yeah, so he's familiar with the Canadian Hockey League. So, yeah, natural natural progression, maybe, uh, of why you came north. But we'll get to that in a second as well. But um, now you, you mentioned uh, seven years old, you started playing. And I imagine there were some other sports, uh, maybe more traditional for uh, Arizona down there that you got involved with as well. What did you play? What else did you play other than hockey? Well, I think when I was younger, I played all kinds of sports like soccer, flag football. And I ran track and field and cross country. And when I got a little bit older, in school, but I, I also like just from my family background, my sisters were both all athletes. They played college soccer and volleyball and stuff like that. So I think I, I always think it's great to play all kinds of sports. And I definitely really enjoyed that when I was younger. And I almost wish to this day that I could still continue playing them just because I enjoyed them so much. Nice. Uh, have you always been a forward when it came, when it comes to hockey, have you always been a forward? Yeah, I've always been forward, but even when I was younger, I, I really loved playing goalie too, but, I think it just wasn't really. I always enjoyed forward that much more than playing goalie. All right, what what attracted you about being a goaltender, but never actually gave it uh, a serious shot? I mean, I think I just enjoyed playing it. I played more. Uh, always played in the like the garage or played street hockey. I always played goalie, and I thought I was pretty good at it. But hmm. I think I had a better future at forward, and just I enjoyed it that much more to being able to play physical and score goals and stuff like that. Uh, Mark, tell me about minor hockey in uh, in Phoenix, in the Arizona area. And, and uh, I imagine over the last 20 years, it's it's I'm, I'm guessing it's grown a lot, especially, I mean, the Phoenix Coyotes relocating there a, a number of years uh, before that even. Um, what was minor hockey like growing up for you? And, and I don't know if you can compare it now that you've spent a lot of time in Calgary um, with what we have up here. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a lot different, but I think – I think it was great for me. I really enjoyed it. And I played minor hockey for a couple of different organizations down here, but everyone really kind of just, I really enjoyed my time with each different one. And most recently I played with the Phoenix Junior Coyotes. And I think compared to up in Canada where you have a lot of competitive local teams here, there's about one or two per age group. So that just meant us uh, traveling around a lot to different cities around the U.S. and playing tournaments or playing against the other top teams from different areas. So I think that's probably the biggest difference. But for that reason, I, I really enjoyed that part of it, the travel and going to just compete against the top teams in the country always. And I really think that prepared me too for the next level and playing in the, the dub. But it's definitely different, but I think it's just as good. And I really enjoy my time playing in Phoenix with all my buddies and I definitely still have buddies that I skate with now in the summer that are playing at high levels as well. Uh, I, and that travel, maybe it does uh, translate pretty well to uh, the Western Hockey League. A lot of travel out here, but uh, certainly for what you were playing down there, you had to move around a lot as well. Um, uh, let's talk about the Bantam draft and uh, what your expectations were going into it. In, in 2014, you were taken uh, 41st overall and in, in the second round, by the Calgary Hitmen. Uh, when I talked to players up here, a lot of guys got to stay home from school and follow it along on their phone or whatever. Uh, what was draft day like for you? Uh, for me, it was very much the same. I, my dad let me stay home from school, too, to watch it. So that was pretty 
fun. It was a pretty fun day for me and my family. So I was just kind of watch following the draft on my computer. And then when the first round came and went, I was kind of a little disappointed, but I wasn't too sure where I was going to go. But then as soon as I saw Calgary draft me, I mean, the disappointment instantly goes away and you're just so excited. And they were really excited to get going with me and they brought me up a few weeks later and I just really enjoyed my visit there and I think it was a great fit for me and a perfect match and I was just I mean draft day all around was super exciting for me and my family it's pretty hard to believe that it was already like five years ago I mean seems like just yesterday but yeah. it was such a great day and I'm really I'm really thankful Calgary drafted me too yeah it goes quick for sure um you were the first American taken that year and I'm always interested to see when the first American will be drafted, because you, you never really know, at least from the outside looking in, uh, exactly where the intention is uh, for an American player, uh, because not maybe not natural to to think of the, the Canadian Hockey League. For you, was it always the CHL, or did you have some NCAA uh, interest as well? Uh, I think for me, just with my background, my family background, and my dad, uh, we were always pretty high on WHL and just what the league brings and the pro schedule and the grind as they call it and I think that was always the best fit for me too just because coming from minor hockey we barely played any games and there's a lot of practices and I think I really wanted to get that heavy game schedule and so we were always sold on the WHL but as soon as it was Calgary I think it was pretty much an instant fit and a perfect match so I kind of committed to them right away and I was really excited I did. Now, when you spend your off seasons back in the states, do you do you almost feel like a bit of an ambassador for the WHL? Are you talking about the league to to other guys down there, and uh, maybe uh, trying to expand the exposure for the WHL down there a bit? I mean, a little bit. I think there's also a couple other guys from Phoenix too that play in the league as well, and I think we're always we have nothing but good things to say about it. But I think it just kind of depends on what each individual player wants and where they are in their development as well. And I mean, I got nothing great things to say about the WHL. And I mean, whenever we're skating, I think just naturally when we're out there, people kind of look at us and and see where we're at and kind of compare themselves to us and see what the league's done for us. So I think just naturally when we're around around the rinks and stuff like that, that we're kind of ambassadors, you could say. Now, I don't know if you watched the Memorial Cup this year at all, did you? A little bit. I watched a couple games, but not that closely. Okay. Uh, I mean, the the WHL champion has has struggled in the last uh, three or four years at the tournament. I think zero and thirteen is the the record now for the uh, WHL champion. I know mm-hmm. the hosts like Red Deer and, and Regina have won some games, but um, and I, yeah. I know there's there's a lot of people who say, well, maybe it's there's too many teams in the WHL and the, and the talent pool is it's too watered down. I argue the opposite. I think there are enough players. But a lot of them are down where you are right now, or in California, or Texas, in Colorado, and and it's the it's the WHL's job to get those players to come north. From your perspective, what could the league do to attract those players more? Um, that's a good question. I mean, it's tough to answer exactly what they could do for to get players like that. But I think, I mean. WHL, I think, just is a great league as far as the heavy game schedule and the grind, and I believe it kind of prepares you for that next level and playing pro and the heavy game schedule they have. 
And I think you have the opportunity to come play when you're 16. So, I mean, a lot of it's just personal, like, personal opinions and development, which players are going to think is great for them. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not too exactly too sure what the WHL could do specifically. I think they have a, do a great job in offering the schooling as well, which is a big part of it for your second, um, if you don't move on to the next level and you have the schooling to fall back on, which mm-hmm. I think is great. And, I mean, I'm not too sure exactly. It's a tough one to answer. All right, Mark, uh, tell me about the draft and, and how much the uh, the 2019 NHL draft has been on your mind this season after not getting selected last year, which was a surprise to me then. Uh, certainly the season you've had now, and now you're you're being ranked by NHL Central Scouting. Is is the draft, I mean, it's not that far away now. Are you, are you getting a little excited about it, or how do you view the draft? Well, definitely right now I think it's, I'm, uh, I'm getting pretty excited, but I'm still, you never know what can happen at the draft, and uh, you never know if my name's going to be called or not. But I think just having not been picked in the last two years, this year the draft was probably on my mind the least amount of any of the years I played. And I think that was good for me just because I just wanted to focus on the team and helping the team be successful. And with that, my own game kind of prosper as well naturally. And I think, I mean, right now I'm just, kind of trying to enjoy the off season. It's definitely on my mind now that it's only a month away and I'm really excited to see what happens and know that whatever happens for the best and I think I'm just overall really excited. Well, you're you are 20 years old right now. Uh, you'd be uh, going into your overage season. Uh, you, you could get drafted and sign and play in the American Hockey League next year or uh, be like Jermaine Lowen with the Kamloops Blazers who was in your exact shoes Last year, we ended up getting drafted and, and back in the WHL uh, with the Blazers this past season. Uh, for those who uh, who are listening right now who, who don't know you as a player and they look up your stats and see 47 goals and 77 points and 122 penalty minutes, and uh, I tell people that Mark Casta can play on my team any day because I, I love guys who play with an edge uh, and are productive offensively as well. Uh, but for, for those who haven't had a chance to watch you play, how would you describe yourself? Uh I would describe my game as a big two-way centerman that is power forward as well, that's physical. And, I mean, I think I have, I'm pretty skilled around the net. I think I have a good net front presence as far as rebounds and tipping pucks. And I also think I have a good uh, shot and scoring ability that I think I developed over the course of a couple of years. But I also think I'm not afraid to mix it up and stick up for my teammates. And I also think I'm great on draws. So I think that would be a fair assessment on that game. Six foot three and 220 is the, the sheet that I'm looking at. That's what it tells me uh, for your height and weight. Are those uh, accurate still? Uh, pretty accurate. I think now I'm at 225 currently. So I think that's something, I mean, I'm not afraid to put on a little extra weight because I think it helps me in the long run be stronger and more sturdier on the net. Okay. Um, did you have a favorite team uh, as a kid? I always enjoyed the LA Kings, especially when they went on their run to the cup finals a couple of years ago. And mm-hmm. just naturally being from Phoenix, I always liked the Coyotes too. And I always enjoyed going to Coyotes games as a kid whenever I got the chance. Uh, I imagine now it's it's kind of cool to play in an NHL building every night too and, and share a building with the Calgary Flames. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Just to, even getting to watch some practice every day and just passing by guys like Goudreau and Kachuk in the hallway. 
Mm. It's definitely a cool place to be a part of. And I like, I, like I said before, it's just like, I'm super thankful to be in Calgary in a place like that. Well, perfect way to end it. Uh, Mark, I really appreciate your time. Uh, enjoy the off season and the off season training and whatever happens at the draft. And, uh, I'm sure we'll see you again as uh, you come through town here with the, uh, the Calgary Hitman next year. Thanks for doing this. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Mark Kaslick of the Calgary Hitman. He's a, uh, he's a talented player. And uh, what I like about him, and I mentioned it in that interview, I like a guy who, who, uh, not only puts up points and, and can lead a team in scoring, but he's hard to play against. And, uh, you know, every once in a while he crosses the line. And I think learning to, to rein in the, the aggression when uh, necessary is something he's still working on. But, uh, I'd rather have to rein a guy in a little bit than have to uh, whip him to get him going. Um, so I, I'm a fan of Mark Kaslick and I think he will get drafted. You know, I wouldn't be surprised to see him third, fourth round, something like that. All right, we go from uh, one guy who's not at the Combine to another. Roddy Ross, goaltender with the Seattle Thunderbirds, came on the uh, scene midway through the WHL season, but really made a name for himself. Get to know him next here on the Pipeline Show. Behind the goal line, looking in front for Kolasar. Bring it to the slot, to the legs, Barzell. Watson, back outside, and he will score! Hi, this is Matt Barzell, Seattle Thunderbirds, and you are listening to Pipeline Show. Yeah! 